This is Michael Walker with The 5-Minute Advocate. How much money do you need to be happy? You might be surprised to hear that life satisfaction does not significantly improve after about $15,000 GDP per head. We've all become so acclimatised to the notion of economic growth that it's extremely difficult now to imagine that all its benefits have been achieved some time ago. Once you have a roof over your head, nutrition, schooling and healthcare, you're most of the way there. The rest is cream. In fact, I'd argue that a lot of what makes us unhappy is linked to the obsession with economic growth, foremost of which is the steady shift of profit share from workers to capital owners, which has been lowering real wages in recent years. A close second is the ridiculous race to nowhere on property prices and the absurd lifestyle compromises people are being forced to make so everyone feels like the music doesn't have to stop. Just in the last week, I've had conversations with people living between 100 and 200 kilometres from Sydney to be able to afford to live. Another young person told me every one of her friends have moved out of the city. So I'm going to introduce a phrase you may have heard and that we are hopefully going to start hearing more often. Degrowth. What is that? Degrowth is a planned democratic reduction of production and consumption in rich countries while improving well-being. As I explained in my last five-minute advocate a few weeks back, Japan demonstrated that this is possible in the years from 1990 to 2010 when economic growth stagnated but well-being indicators actually improved. It's inevitable if you think about it. We cannot keep using non-renewable materials forever, as we're starting to see now. It's not the exhaustion of the materials that's the problem, it's the side effects of their use by humans. I think of the metaphor of Easter Island. Uh, In the 18th century, depending on who you ask, uh, either because of problems in the nature of their society or because of contact with the outside world, either way the result was the same, the resource use in building those remarkable stone statues uh, exceeded the capacity of the island and the civilization collapsed and ended up about 5% of its pre-crisis population level. Now, Easter Island was a yep, small, bounded geographical place, but so is planet Earth. It's bigger, but it's still bounded. So we should have been thinking... What happens when oil and coal and all those other natural resources hit their limits? Well, that time is now. We need to be serious about life beyond GDP growth because it won't and can't continue forever. This is why I was so interested in the new move towards well-being metrics a few episodes back. It's an encouraging step. So is a post-growth company possible? What are its characteristics? At least four. So firstly, such a company has a strategy to limit its use of resources. Goes without saying. Secondly, the company would be clear that profit is a means to its focus and not the end goal. Thirdly, it is probably going to be small and local. Because it's not obsessed with growth, it's not likely to be set upon world domination. And fourthly, it has decentralized governance. 
centralized governance is a function of empire and empire building. And if that's not what you're into, you're going to have decision-making distributed throughout the organization. Do such companies exist? You bet. An example is called Fairphone. It is a company based in the Netherlands that makes a sustainable smartphone. Most listeners will be in Australia uh, and wouldn't have heard of it. It's not in Australia uh, because it's not you know, growth oriented, but we could have our own Australian Fairphone. So Fairphone, rather than you know, re- buying a new phone every two years, their goal is to make phones that can be fixed and have their components replaced uh, and, and have their life extended as long as possible. Personally, I would actually buy one if it wasn't for the fact that it's not um, certified for Australia and I'd be rolling the dice as to whether it's actually going to work when I switch it on. So uh, shout out to anyone who, who's entrepreneurial and thinking along these lines, there's an opportunity there for you.